Good afternoon, everybody. We're about to get started here. Okay, I think we're good to go here. Are you out there, wife? Mike says he videotaped his playing with his wife seated in front of him taking notes. That's good. Did it make you nervous? Presuming that was the purpose of the experiment? A little bit, yes. All right. There you go. So uh, welcome. We're going to do some You Be the Judge, and I think we have six recordings, so we better get started here fairly soon. Um, yeah, although... Um, should go over maybe, the rules. Yeah, Such let's go are. over the <laughs> rules for sure, um, and then hopefully we get started right at like 12.10. Hopefully we'll have more people signed in at that point. Um, and we'll go from there. So Vin, what, so you be the judge. So here we have six art, uh, <laughs> artificially named the recordings, right? From the sort of British Contra Dance Band Championships. That's right. Exactly right. So these represent real life bands, but what we want to do is keep everything sort of anonymous until, uh, you know, until we've all had a chance to sort of vote on the different bands. And then at that point, we will Absolutely. formulate. And we're just picking results. winners. So everybody can just listen to sort of who was the best in each of the categories, piping, ensemble, and drumming. It's really all you need to do. And that can, go, that can change as you go, as you listen. These bands are mixed up in anonymous, and no one has no one's allowed to give it away if you've actually heard any of the contest, if you were there, or if you, you know, listened to other recordings. Um, although these days with MSRs, you know, you, it's you really have to think, listen to other things. You can't no longer is we can pick the tunes and say, oh yeah, that's you know that band. It's like they all play kind of the same tunes these days. <laughs> it's kind of a downfall of the MSR movement. Yeah, it's very interesting, right? I mean, you have to listen to the full palette of um, the full palette of different aspects, right? Tonal quality, ensemble, expression, clarity of technique. Yeah, these are going to be MSRs today, Kieran. So um, that is the scoop with that. The other, the other important rule is, if you know the name of the band, uh, kudos to you, but don't say it, right? Because we do want to keep it anonymous. Um, or if you, or if you do know who actually won, um, we, we'll talk about that later. But yeah, um, the results and uh, you know, you know, otherwise we're going to keep it. No, the only thing we do all up until these days, you know, modern days with sort of videos and recordings and stuff is, you know, we just sort of see the results like, oh yeah, wow, oh yeah, that's expected or that's cool, but we don't actually hear the contest. We don't actually get to listen to what happened on that day um, and whether or not the results actually play out according to what actually happened, you know, which is always interesting. Agreed. Um, yes, indeed. Well, it looks like I guess we're going to have a low turnout today. I was asking earlier, did people have trouble sign signing in or something, or is it just one of those days? 
had a couple of, I had to, I had to like reload a couple of times. It was weird. It, was, it wouldn't take me to this, to this page um, after the second stage. All right. Well, um, I was looking at our support tickets too. It doesn't look like anyone's having a problem. So must just be the nice weather and, uh, I guess people don't like listening to great pipe yes, bands that much on the show. It's be boring stuff. Not listening to I guess not. All right. Well, let's rock and roll then. Let's have the first band.
Right, blue jersey. Okay. It's good to know that even bands in Scotland uh, aren't 100% polished uh, in June. Um, I don't know what the weather was like there. I don't think it was that wasn't like adverse conditions or anything like that. It was pretty normal, um, normal day. I think for uh, Bathgate, I think it was where it was. Yeah, there was a bit wind, right? Probably a little bit cold, maybe. Um, so let's move on. Yeah, these are Grade One bands, Gary. Yes, Grade One. This is the first major of the season, so. Um, you know, how many majors are there? Three? Total? Four? There's five. five. Including the worlds, right? Yeah, there's the British, there's the British, there's the European, there's the Scottish, Scottish and then there's Cowell and the worlds. Right. Got it. All right, let's, think, let's move on. Or, yeah. At some point, there's Europeans, aren't there? That's there what? Yeah, no Cowell, that's right. Yeah. It's the UK Championships, and I think they move it to uh, some move it somewhere else instead of Cal. <laughs> so yeah. Um, so yeah, let's just carry on, shall we? We can uh, make comments as we go here. Rigstown Lock.
would. I think I might have to agree with okay. that person at the end there because Pretty Marion was pretty slow. Yeah, I mean, that's like the... Um, I just always feel that way about Pretty Marion. It's like always way down in the doldrums. And it's because it's yeah. this big, technically demanding tune. And I think bands are getting through it by just dropping it down like five beats per minute. Because like, <laughs> picture that tempo with picture that tempo with any other tune. If you played Mrs. McPherson, which is another common MSR tune, at that tempo, you would probably be ushered off the field by like, you know, a variety of stewards. Like, thank you. Uh, thank you, but uh, I don't know. It's certainly really well played. You, you're right about that. There being some unison issues, but like tonally, ensemble, mm. expressively, tuning-wise, drone sound-wise. I mean, like just totally obliterated band number one. Yeah, I think so. Even even through the difficult um, audio, right? Even with people chit-chatting in the background and yawning and whatnot. You can still hear that stuff, right? You can still hear that sort of clarity in unison or lack of clarity and the tonal quality, you know? You're not going to hear too much detail. If the bands were really close, it might be really hard to uh, pick that stuff out, pick that stuff apart. But, you know, between two bands who have clear differences in that in those elements, I think it's pretty easy, even, even with the quality of audio. So... So... Uh, let's move on. So there it is. McGillicuddy's Progress.
Gilgut's progress. Oof. March was really good. Stress Bay and Real, not great, in my humble yeah. opinion. Yeah, it was like Unison. Just, like Unison was so good in the March, and then so less good in the Stress Bay yeah. and Real. Yeah. Did I say Unison? It was, it was, I think I meant Ensemble. Is what I meant. Yeah, and, and you know, in the Unison it was like there were phrases and parts. You know, like it was good and then it got not so good and then good again and then not so good again. You know. Yeah. Just sort of back and forth like that. So. Yeah, not that those tunes are particularly easy, like Baba Fedekaren and and that tune are pretty difficult, but um, yeah, <laughs> that, that was like an emotional roller coaster for me. I was so excited at the beginning, and then um, I felt like it just kind of kept diminishing in quality, you know. Yeah. It's still overall, so the, all three bands, you can definitely see here like this, um, I don't know how to phrase it, like a, just an overall sort of presentation that's, you know, that's being applied. You know, there's this style, I guess you want to call it, it's strictly style. It's more or less a, just a, you know, everyone's shooting for some, for that something, right? And it's there, it's just now that all these little sort of uh, internal components have to be ironed out, right? Unison bits and ensemble bits and it's it's all relatively there. Like in this being the first major, like by the second one, you'll probably be you'll probably be night and day for a lot of these bands. I bet. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, uh, I don't know, man. It's interesting. How do you how do you? Um, I agree with Tim completely. Uh, I lost interest in Blue Jersey and McGillicuddy's yeah. MSRs, uh, big time. Uh, I. I maintain my interest in Griggstown, uh, but part of it is because, you know, but I think that the biggest thing was because uh, the tonal quality was just so, mm. so good and so engaging. And the overall ensemble was too, in my opinion. You know, just, um, I wanted to tap my foot. I wanted to hear more. Well, it's, it's, I don't think that's true of the other two. Things about a lot of the grade one bands and their MSRs is they, they shoot for this, this this pulsing drive throughout every tune that sort of keeps you interested and keeps you moving, um, you know, rhythmically and musically. And, it's, and then so far, really <laughs> hasn't happened yet. But uh, it's early in the season, I guess. Yeah. Let's let's take on the amazing asthmatics. Let's do it.
the amazing mathematics, everyone. Uh, pretty impressive. Pretty impressive uh, effort the there. The learning was, 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 was really, I mean, um, the ensemble sort of drifted as it went along, but the drumming remained sort of really pretty solid. And it was just, I, I was listening to the scores and they're like really complex. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I don't know, my lack of knowledge, but it was like really sort of really like cool. filled with stuff. And it was, um, maybe that was maybe a little bit too much, you know, to keep up with the piping because it looked like it seemed like the two cores were sort of separate at some point. They were like just that little bit behind. Um, but you know, that could be part of the technical challenge <laughs> playing some of those scores, which sounded to me pretty difficult. I don't know. Um, yeah, fascinating. It's certainly like one of the most enjoyable sets as far as interesting things to listen to. But um, there's just too many problems to be a real contender there. So mm -hmm. some big ensemble issues, some big piping unison issues, some bagpipe control issues. Um, but um, yeah, good overall though. Good overall. Okay. Moving on, Jackson Pike Skifflers.
Ajax and Pike Skippers. It was a, it was a decent performance. It's good. Definitely lost instrument control in John Morrison. Yeah. Now, how can you tell that when, when you're listening to this, this sort of quality audio? Can you just Is it just a, a wavering of sound? or Because the sound was like sort of in and out, because I think probably because of the wind, most than likely. But um, well, so how, do you, how do you actually the, tell that? I think you can tell that by, at least I can tell that by the fact that um, the drones were solid in the first two, um, in the first two tunes, and then they started to go. And then once they started to go, I was listening to just some of the more subtle, like tonal quality things you might hear. Like, so some of the high G's and D's especially started to drop out and they became less clear and solid than they were in the other tunes. And, uh, you know, and the tuning starts to go, but that's all blowing, right? That's all instrument control. Um, and then of course I know from tons of experience as well that, um, John Morrison is a notoriously difficult tune to truly control your instrument. Yeah, yeah. You know, because it's so so much hand-to-hand work, and you have to really trust in your high G, um, and you have to have the stamina and ability to to go for it, right? I mean, Vin, you know, we talk about this in our band all the time. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Definitely. Um, Habit. It's a, it's a very subtle right? thing, too. Habit has taught most of us to... Yeah, exactly. And habit has taught most of us to start to underblow and be overly cautious uh, by the end of an MSR. So, exactly. So there you go. Yeah, I, would, I agree, Gary. But the drumming the ensemble was very good. I think the drumming and the piping were very. It made the whole performance that much more interesting. I think it was just like not, you're sort of listening to the whole thing. You're not completely lost because of you know unison issues or. Uh, tonal issues. You just you're still listening because the whole thing is really that much better. You know, just ensemble-wise and just complementary scores and things like that. So it was a good performance. I think. Yes, indeed. All right. Well, there we go. Let's listen to the last one, shall we? Rambling Ramblers. Here we go. <laughs> I'm 
numbers. Wow, that was uh, kind of rough <laughs> at yeah. the end. At the end, it's mostly good. I think it was, and you can tell that we're really sort of trying for something there, but there's definitely pipers there that were having a hard time keeping up. <laughs> I think. Yeah. Um. The drumming was pretty good, I think. Okay, let's, um, um, yeah, so let's finalize our votes here. So. So far, only six people or so, I guess yes, maybe seven, have contributed. Three, four, and five be much better than one, two, and six. Yeah, I'd have to agree there. Well, yeah. go ahead and cast your votes. My vote is cast. We should have close to 20 votes here because there were 20 of us here from when we started. So. What, do you think, what do you think the effect would be on the worlds if you had just a grand winner and nothing else like this? Like you had just you're picking the winners of everything and then you have an overall winner and nobody else gets a prize. <laughs> you just get the grand winner. And then what, what do you think the effect would be on bands and sort of effort? Do you think there would be any? The, I think there would be a huge, I mean, because you would just keep having the same winner every year. Exactly. But like, what would you think that would do for other bands who were like maybe close, but or just trying to crack that that ceiling, you know? Um, like in the past, you know, say other bands like Scottish Power and Inverary who've all been second in the last few years. Um, you know, what would, what would their effort be like? Do you think they would actually stay consistent or do you think that would waver? It's sort of the same way now. I mean, none of these bands come to the world to get anything but first. Right, right. Like none of the top bands. You know, all the top bands are gunning for the top spot. It's a winner take all. Yeah. Um, pretty kind of interesting, really. Yeah, this this uh, this, this these performances are very. Um, consistent in their sort of flaws, if you will. <laughs> I don't know. I think it just in terms of polish, it just definitely is um, different than what you probably might hear, hopefully might hear. I mean, I mean, I'm sure these bands are going to continue to work. It's not like things are going to be like this, you know, a month from now um, in the next major, you know. All right, let's see the results, Vin. All right. See the real results. Do we broadcast them? Oh, click here. Okay. You see them? Does everybody see them? Yeah. I already broadcasted them, so. All right. So we got Griggstown Lock, clear favorite in the piping, with Jackson Pike Skifflers close behind, a little less than half. Um, Jackson yeah, so we have them winning the ensemble winning and the winning ensemble. the drumming. Yep. So Jackson plays Skifflers. Although, yeah. Definitely a favorite in those two components. Griggstown Lock not far behind in those two. Things. So Griggstown Lock is an overall kind of favorite, generally speaking. Um, yeah, Gary, I have to agree. Their, their drum sound was pretty good. Um, you know, and, and you know, the um, some of the other bands. I mean, they were good, but it's just like it's everybody's got something different going on. It's really interesting. I don't know. 
everybody's shooting for some sort of original, I don't know, original sound or original package there that it either is successful or less so, <laughs> depending. Um, so, should we uh, post the actual results? Yeah. Here we go. There are your results. Griggstown Lock was Field Marshal Montgomery with a first, first in piping and a fifth in uh, drumming, in that first in ensemble. McGillicuddy's Progress was Inverary in District with a third, a fourth in piping and a fourth in drumming, and a second in ensemble. Jackson Pike Skiffler's Shots in Dykehead, fourth and a third in piping, so they were pretty close at Inverary there. Yeah, very close. Very close. Um, Roebling Ramblers was a St. Lawrence O'Toole with a second and a fifth in piping. I wonder about that. A second in drumming and a fifth in ensemble. Amazing Asthmatics, Glasgow Police with uh, piping results that sort of <laughs> hit the bottom of the list there, but a first in drumming hit them above the, uh, kicked them in the fifth place. Yeah. So. Their drumming was certainly like it's so epic, Eric Ward drumming. You know, yeah, it was yeah. really, it was really. really that was, you know, yeah, it was. I, I think they were whatever they were doing there worked. Like you know, it's like a lot of scores. You know, recent years have gotten a little more um, tried to be more complimentary. I think that's just a style thing overall with all the bands. But this this score is it just going back to the old days where everything had to be like full of technique <laughs> and like all kinds of complex rhythms. You know, moving forward in each phrase. Um, interesting. And, uh, Blue Jersey was the Bog Hall and Bathgate, fifth and seventh in piping, and a seventh in drumming, and a third in ensemble, which I do not understand how that's possible, but um, I don't know how you get high harm marks in ensemble when you have low marks in drumming and piping. Usually it's one score will be pretty high, for the ensemble, and then the ensemble score will actually reflect that. But I don't know how you do that. Yeah. It's interesting. I mean, it's it would be interesting to just pick the ensemble judge's brain. I mean, um, yeah, because I mean, if you yeah. think about the drumming, like Field Marshal's got a fifth in drumming that's like near the bottom of that list, but they still have won the ensemble because their piping was so good. You know, I mean, I think the overall effect um, is definitely something needs to be good for the ensemble to be good. I think. That's just a general sort of, I don't know, that's my, my mind. It needs to be something good happening there. And if nothing's good happening there, how do you get good marks? That's all. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I uh, You know, the biggest result that's weird to me is St. Lawrence getting second in piping. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's the biggest. I, Otherwise, things are pretty well aligned here, I would say. Yeah, I think so. I think um, his first ensemble, his first ensemble. I thought I thought um, Shata's ensemble was just as good overall. Like just the overall effect was as good as as Field Marshals. I agree. That's a slightly questionable. Like I thought, if anything, they were better than Inverary in ensemble, and definitely better than Boghall. So I agree. I think Shots should have been at least second in ensemble. Yeah, which would have probably improved their score as well, which I don't know where they probably would have taken third too, I guess, with a different score like that, maybe. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, it, it all shook out pretty well. 
I think Inverary was perhaps kind of on the lucky side to be second there. Yeah. Shots was really nipping at the heels. And I think, yeah. you know, if Shots had a better if Shots had a better ensemble score than Inverary, right? Then they would have been second. Yeah. Yeah, because their score other scores were almost identical, right? So Yeah. And the scores, you know, they're kinda of all over the place really when you think about it, when you look at them. I mean aside from field marshals being pretty solid mostly. Um everybody else's scores are right. pretty variable. <laughs> you know. Yeah, field marshal clear winner, right? I mean, you can tell that immediately from the recording as well. Just, uh, you know, clearly the best overall product. And then I, th I agree with the judges here in the results, kind of like, well, you know, all the rest of the bands had their own unique qualities but didn't really have the full package. Right, right. Yeah, too many, again, it's like that same sort of equation, right? It's like it's just too many sort of flaws to sort of mark you down. Um, giving the judges an excuse to, to sort of not put you at the top, essentially. Yeah, um, yeah it's mind-bending. Like it's mind-bending how good Field Marshal is, <laughs> and it's like there's no other band that has a drone sound like that. It's 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 it is mind-boggling. I don't know how they do it. It's just like it comes out. And it's like well, it's and the interesting like complementary to everything. I love the. You know, there's the dogma that goes around in the world of bagpipes that you have to be crazy in order to play cane drone reads, right? Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, you know, I love how Field Marshal just destroys that myth, right? You've never heard, you've never heard a drone sound that good, yeah. ever. And it's I always mean, good. Even, it's like never not yeah. good. <laughs> you know? Even when their piping is right. like a little bit suspect, it's not, it's, the drone sound is still like flawless. Right. And Tim, that's my point, right? Is, you know, my understanding is Field Marshal's playing at least majority cane drone reads throughout the band, right? And, uh. Yeah, they've, they've got a magic formula, obviously. They are all obviously doing something with those, with those reads to keep it, keep them sounding like that. Because, you know, I mean, you know, cane drone reads are like one of those things. It's like everybody works with them differently. No one's got a consistent sort of approach to, um, how they make them work, you know, and if you go pipe or pipe, everybody's going to give you a different thing, but obviously they're doing something the same and doing, and they're all doing it <laughs> and it's, and it's working, you know? So, good. I guess we'll, uh, yeah, it's interesting. I, just uh, off in La La Land thinking about that. So uh, so there you go. You be the judge, British uh, Championships edition. First majors of the season. Right. Uh, interesting. And when is the next major? Next major, I think, is in June, I believe. Later in June, later this month. Yeah. A couple of weeks away, yeah. yeah. It should be interesting. It should be. All right, guys. Well, thank you for tuning in. We'll be back with a regularly scheduled topic next week. Um, probably not a you be the judge. So um, we'll be back with that next week. And thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you later. Cool. Have a good day, everyone. See you later.